Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Shit's Hard. I'm your host, Amber. And we do have a special guest today, Princess, if you're watching on YouTube. She's decided to join us for the session today. Let's hear what she has to say. You know, it doesn't make that, um, that like, snoofy noise, that, like, <laughs> when she puts her nose up to the mic. So I don't really know what's going on with that. Um, but she probably won't stay long. Honestly, she's usually in the room when I record, um, but she's usually on the bed and she usually doesn't give a fuck. So we'll see how long she stays today. Um, but today we are talking about cooking and food and everything in between in the kitchen. And I'm super excited for this episode because I love to cook. It's one of my passions in life, my favorite hobby. Um, my brother has taught me how to cook since I was pretty young and I've, really just like loved it ever since. I just loved trying new shit in the kitchen. And I've also had my fair share of fucking shit up in the kitchen, but that's all part of it. <laughs> um, but I love food. I love talking about it. And today's it's just going to be all about cooking, all about kind of cooking in the aspect of taking care of yourself type of thing. Um, I think it's important to recognize like it's a hobby for me. It's not a hobby for everybody else. Not everybody loves to cook the way that I do. Um, however, cooking has to be at least something to you because you have to eat or at least food has to be something to you. So, um, something, I think that everyone has to have like at least a general understanding or knowledge of how to cook, like at least something simple. Um, you don't have to have it as your whole life passion, but I'm going to talk about why I think that everyone should know this life skill, um, for a million reasons, for health reasons, for financial reasons. Um, Everything, everything under the sun. So um, I've also been thinking about making some more food content. Um, I really like to cook, and I cook every day. So, like, the making content wouldn't be hard. Honestly, it's just, like, the filming and the lighting in my kitchen isn't great. And nowadays, when I am cooking, I don't have, like, a ton of time. So I thought she was going to leave. <laughs> um, I don't have, like, a ton of time. So obviously, like, filming takes, like, a whole nother step. Um, but I would like to make more stuff like that. Also, what I find tough about making food content is that, um, like throughout the week, I make like one dish throughout the week a lot because everything, everything at the fucking grocery store is sold, uh, for a family of four. So it's hard to like eat a lot of variety as one person who buys meals and groceries for one person. Um, cause you can't really buy like individual stuff. Or if you can, it's like the most expensive fucking way to buy. Like the cheapest way to buy is in bulk. So, um, we'll get, we'll get into that. We'll get into variety and how I cook and that kind of thing. So, um, so let's get into it. Cooking. Um, let's talk about how to get started. I think that's so important is like, like I said, I grew up learning how to cook. My brother loved to cook. Honestly, my family didn't. Um, my mom really was not fond of cooking. She would always say that she's tired from work and she, didn't want to be bothered in the kitchen. Um, but my brother loved to cook and I love to cook too. Like I didn't care if whatever we were making took like an hour or two in the kitchen because I like doing it. Um, but also I wasn't like working all day. So I, I certainly understand that aspect. Um, back when I was back in Ohio and I was working a full-time job that was 45 minutes away, it took like, I swear to God, like 10 hours, 11 hours out of my day just to like drive to work, get to work, be at work, drive home from work. Um, and so then when I got home, obviously like it was a very limited amount of time where I could work out, make food, eat food, shower. And by then like your day's done. <laughs> so I certainly get how like not wanting to cook every fucking day. 
Um, I understand that. I myself actually do cook uh, almost every single meal that I eat. I usually don't eat a lot of leftovers. I don't like leftovers and, and I love cooking. So, um, I don't see it as a waste of time, but every once in a while I accidentally like make a portion too big. I usually split it in half and eat it the next day, but I usually don't eat things like three or four days out from making it. Um, also like food spoils, cooked food spoils. It doesn't last that long. I know if you eat it five days later, you're like, oh, it tastes fine. But like, I don't do that. <laughs> Meal prep, the whole like on Sunday, cook five things that you're going to eat. Like by Friday, you're cooking something that's five days old. Like there's no way that's good. I actually spoiled that for myself back when I was working at that firm and I would prep like my lunches and stuff. And there was this one week where I had prepped, um, cause I only was in the office Monday through Thursday and then Fridays were online. So I would only prep like four days worth of meals, which isn't awful. Um, but I had made those like Euro euros on pita with tzatziki and a lot of like lettuce, like uh, tomato and chicken. And it was really, really good. I did homemade tzatziki too. It was so good, but literally on like the last day on Thursday, it was so just gross because I had made it four days ago and it was so like, just like, I don't know. The tzatziki was like not it. The chicken was dry and the pita was just, I don't know. It was not good and it really spoiled that meal for me. I haven't even had that meal again, which it honestly was like on Monday was so good, but I just haven't had it again because I just couldn't eat it. Like at work that day, I didn't really eat lunch because I just, I couldn't stomach it. And that's also why I make a lot of my, my food fresh. I just like it fresh. I think it tastes better. Some food can reheat pretty well. Some food cannot. I hate the microwave. I fucking hate the microwave because I think it reheats everything dog shit, like the absolute fucking worst way. Um, so I actually reheat everything in my air fryer. There's like a warm setting where I can just put it on warm and leave it in there for like seven to 10 minutes. Or you could probably, I could probably turn it up a little bit to like 250 degrees and then it would probably go faster. Um, but it usually like it really like, it's like convection versus conviction or whatever to heat it up or I don't even know what the fuck conviction. I don't think that's it. Um, I don't know. There's like different fucking ways to heat it up and whatever the microwave uses, probably microwaves is just, it's like disgusting. It just doesn't heat it up in a way that keeps it warm. I also like, I notice when I make tea, if I boil the water on the stove versus I microwave the water, um, even when I microwave it and it comes out like piping hot and I put my tea bag in, like the tea is cold, like room temperature within like five minutes. If I do it on the stove, like that water is like boiled, like throughout, like that it stays hot forever, arguably too long. Um, I can't get over you right now that she's sitting up here with me. She never does this. Hi. Um, but so let's talk about how to get started. Um, I feel like I literally said that so many minutes ago and then I got sidetracked. But um, yeah, so I grew up cooking, so I didn't really have this like getting started issue of like when you're older and you're like, oh, fuck, I live on my own. I want to know how to cook. Nobody taught me how to cook um, situation. She's out. Princess is out. She's done with it. She's like, fuck, this podcast sucks. Um, <laughs> um, so when I moved out to San Diego two summers ago, two years ago. Um, I was just there for three months and I was staying in like a little short-term rental apartment complex situation, which didn't have any dishes. And obviously I'm like in California and I drove my car there. So I'm like, I don't want to buy a bunch of dishes and drag them all the way back to Ohio, worry about shit breaking glass, all that shit. Um, but also like, and I also don't want to spend a lot of money on it. And I also had dishes in Ohio. So I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do for three months? Like, I'm not going to use paper plates for three months. 
Um, so thrifting is your number one solution to this problem. Um, I can see why you wouldn't want to cook or know how to cook. And then you, when you go to make a meal, you're like, oh fuck, I don't have a, a strainer or a lettuce spinner or even like the right skillet, pot, pan, whatever the fuck, Dutch oven. Um, almost everything you'll need is at Goodwill. Now you're not going to have a nice, beautiful matching set. Okay. But that comes later in life. Okay. That comes later. If you're on a budget and you need some good quality cooking supplies, you can find it at Goodwill. I got, um, one of my blue, my blue diamond skillets from Goodwill. Um, I actually looked it up on target. You can get it brand new for $15. That's actually not bad, um, for something that you're going to reuse over and over again. But I actually got mine at Goodwill for like $4.99. So, I mean, like if you're really on a budget, you can usually make it work. They have silverware there. Again, they might not match. We might not be having the most beautiful kitchen set, but also you might, you never know. You might find some hidden gems at Goodwill with some really cool um, kitchen pieces that nobody else is going to have either. So, um, or I was going to say on top of thrifting, I've never actually done this, but um, Corbin's mom swears by um, estate sales. Apparently you can get some really nice quality stuff there. It's kind of like a garage sale, um, but it's after somebody had passed. So um, but you can get some really good quality stuff there for a much better price. Again, it's used, but it's, um, it's, it's silverware. It's plating. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand like people who are like, ah, oh, it's kind of gross. But like, if you've ever eaten at a restaurant, then Goodwill stuff is not that gross <laughs> because, um, 1 million fucking people have eaten off of that restaurant plate. Um, and, and you'll just take it home and you'll sanitize it and you'll put it in the dishwasher and it'll be, it'll be good as new. Um, but that was what I did in San Diego is I went over to Goodwill. I actually walked from where I was living. Uh, I was downtown in San Diego and I walked over to the Goodwill and I just bought like the cheapest set of like plates that they had. And I bought the ceramic ones, but they were like, it was like 10 or $12 for the big plates and the small plates together. And then, um, you could get a few cups. So I'm sure I just bought like four or six cups for, like a dollar each. Now I will say like these prices that I'm saying are comparable to Ikea. Honestly. Um, I was honestly a little bit disappointed when I got to Goodwill in California. It's much different than Goodwill in Ohio. Um, the Goodwill here is like nicer, uh, cleaner, more cleaned up, which is a good thing. Um, however, it's a little more expensive. There were some ceramic like, plate sets there where I was like, okay, well this is a used ceramic plate set. Although it is cute. I could get the same price set at Walmart. And then I know that nobody's used it before. So like, I was a little disappointed in that sense. Um, but they did have a lot more options. Um, at Goodwill in Ohio, we're probably just smaller areas. Um, it's a lot more like random ass shit. Um, definitely not as cleaned up. Definitely might not even have a full set of plates, but, uh, but with that, it'll probably be cheaper. Um, things will be a lot, lot cheaper. Like when, or, um, at Salvation Army in the city that I'm from, like you could get a plenty of like you could leave that place with literally like tw like spending twenty dollars and having like literally twenty items <laughs> like okay sorry my battery died again and it said it was full at the beginning of this so that's kind of annoying um but whatever anyways um you can usually get cheap shit. I know like part of cooking is like just having the shit, you know what I mean? And like, especially I grew up cooking in my parents' house and that's where I learned to cook, which was so nice and easy. Cause you know, they're 40 years old back then. They had a whole kitchen full of shit. Um, any of the supplies that I needed, but once I moved out and got to college and had my own apartment and started cooking again, um, 
I didn't have everything. I didn't have all these stupid little niche, like I didn't have a potato peeler, you know, and you don't, you don't realize you need one until you like, you know, you're trying to make a recipe and you're like, oh, fuck. Um, or yeah, or a lettuce spinner or just like the random ash that like you don't use all the time, but like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other shit. Um, or yeah, just like certain pots and pans or like, you know, you want the big pot when you're making a whole meal for people. But then when you're just cooking for yourself, you're like, well, fuck, I don't want to get out this huge ass pot that takes up so much room in the dishwasher. Like, I just want the small one. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend their stores, Goodwill or honestly, Ikea, if that's your style as well. Um, but yeah, it depends on where you're at. Cause I think if you're in a small town, you go thrifting, like you can really pay like really fucking cheap, like less than a dollar for like a cup. And honestly, I've thought about when we go to our next place, I just have Ikea cups right now. Cause I thought they were cute and they were cheap. And I don't know the way that we are, we've actually already broken like three of them for whatever fucking reason. Um, so I was glad that I got cheap ones that I also could replace if we, whatever broke, however many, um, I could just go back and get another four pack or whatever. But at Goodwill, I have found a lot of really cute, like niche, different glass cups, like water cups. Um, and they, and they have like, at least the Goodwills that I've been at, they have like eight or 10 of them, or at least six, like at least, at least a little group of them. Um, and I think that's so cute. And I love that. Like when I am starting to build my own house and apartment and like pack my own kitchen, um, I want to have different niche, cool things that aren't like super Pinteresty or like everybody has them type of stuff. And I think thrifting in Goodwill is a great place for that. Um, it's great for the environment. We're doing secondhand use. It's great for your wallet. It's going to be a little bit cheaper and it's different. It's fun. And it's a good way to build your own kind of style. And I like that. I like that a lot. So, um, absolutely start a Goodwill when you're looking for shit. Um, but other than that, I think that cooking truly is, um, it's a skill. It's that something that everyone should know, at least general knowledge, um, because everybody has to eat and just the, the burden that food will put on your pocket. Um, it's so like noticeable, but not noticeable, if that makes sense. Like if you're going out once a day, let's just say, I mean, we're in California, so I was, I was going to say $13. I feel like that's not even accurate. We'll say 15, we'll say 15 bucks, um, per meal, 15 bucks times seven, like shit's starting to add up. Um, I don't even know what that is. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> is this something that I should know off my head? Cause I don't. So that's $105. Um, me being someone who I, I probably eat out like once a week. Um, just for like friends, socialization type of stuff. But other than that, my grocery bill isn't even $105. And, and I buy groceries for myself. And, um, that 105 was just eating out once a day, seven times a week. So if you were doing that, you know, for two meals a day, um, that would be fuck what? $214, you know, a week. So, um, that's quite a bit, that's quite a lot of money. And that's again, only twice a day. So if you were eating out, let's say three times a day, then it goes up to like $321 a week. That's if you were eating out like every single meal, seven days a week. Um, and that's quite a lot because I spend roughly my goal when I go to the grocery store here is $75. It was 50 when I was in Ohio, but things are pricier here. Um, and usually I can stay under that. If I go to Aldi, I can usually stay under that. And that's, that's, that's enough food for a full week. Now, granted, 
again, on top of that, I do usually go out at least one day, just like with my friends or roommates or whatever, to eat dinner or lunch or whatever the fuck. Um, but like, if you really do the math on how much, like if you're eating out a couple times a week, like it's, it's pretty pricey. It's pretty expensive. And I think it's also important to recognize like bang for your buck, you know, what kind of quality are you paying for? Um, I think if you're, you know, if you're usually eating at honestly any restaurant, I think, um, you're just not getting the quality for the price that you're paying for it. Um, the quality isn't there. Maybe some restaurants, um, but that would probably be much, much more than $15 a meal, you know? And I think what you could get for that at home for much less money and much higher quality, it's so worth it just for a financial reason um, to teach yourself how to cook and at least make something simple, at least make something generic. And I'm, I'm not at all saying don't ever eat out. I think, of course, you should splurge and spoil yourself. That's usually why I set aside um, a little bit in my budget for um, restaurants and socialization because, um, socialization is important. Having friends and hanging out is important. And honestly, I really love it. I love going to restaurants. I love sitting down. I love the atmosphere. It's been really nice. in um, in California, it's been a little bit sunny these last two days and I'm like dying. Like it makes me salivate thinking about sitting outside and having brunch. I love sitting outside. Sitting outside at a restaurant is my that's my happy place. <laughs> I just, I just want to sit outside at a restaurant. I want to get a mimosa. I want to get some wine. I want to have brunch. Like that's my, that's my cup of tea. That's what I want to do. Um, but I shouldn't be doing that every day. I can't do that every day. I can't afford to do that every day and I don't have the time to do it every day. So I try to just kind of like compartmentalize like where my money's going, where's my food going, like kind of when, when I'm eating and when I'm spending money on food and when I'm kind of cutting costs. Um, because it's so totally doable. Like you can so spend money on socialization and money and friends, just not all the time. Um, but yeah, I think if you're eating out all the time during the week, it's important to just take a look, just calculate, just look at one week and actually go on your bank statement, your credit card statement, and just take a look and calculate up like how much you're spending. Um, cause I think you could be saving a lot just by, um, just by like shopping in a grocery store. And even if you aren't cooking, even just frozen meals too are going to be probably a lot cheaper than eating out. Um, but, um, I think the tools that you have at your disposal are also, um, they're right there. So if you do want to cook, you want to save a little bit of money on your grocery bill, on your food bill. And, um, and you're like, I just don't know how YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, that's my holy grail. That's my go-to. I'm all, I'm food talk all the way. I'd be scrolling. Like literally before I go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh fuck, what am I going to eat this week? And I'm like, well, I had that last week, you know, I don't, and I'm, I'm a variety girl. Like I am not eating the same shit every day. Uh, my boyfriend does that. He'll make like a fucking tub of lasagna and he'll just munch all week. I can't, I can't do that. Um, but I'd be on TikTok. I'd be like dinner ideas, lunch ideas, chicken recipes, Alfredo, like, or if I think of, oh, I want to make this, um, but I don't know how right there. Just look it up. on It's all there. It's all there. And if, and you, the best part is, um, cause obviously I'm picky with my recipes too. I'm like, no, that's gross. No, I don't like mushrooms in it, whatever. Just keep scrolling. You'll find the one you want. So use the tools at your disposal. Um, Corbin actually was on YouTube for a minute, like finding how to make like homemade pizza dough. So much cheaper than buying shit at the store. Probably so much better for you too. Um, I think you'd be surprised how much like sodium and other random shit is preservatives are in that kind of stuff to make it last longer, to make it able to, you know, get from wherever it's going to the grocery store, to your house, and then last for however long at your house. Um, 
really like you could save so much money and it's so much better, so much fresher and it's going to taste so much better too. Um, but even myself, I love crumble cookie. I'm obsessed. I'm a, I'm a dessert gal all the way. And, um, crumble cookies, a little pricey. It's a little pricey. And so I actually was finding TikTok cookie, crumble cookie recipes, you know, copycat recipes on there. And I made like some kind of snickerdoodle cupcake and it was so good. Like it was so good. And it was definitely way cheaper. I mean, it, it made like, actually it made like six cookies cause crumble cookies are fucking gigantic. Um, but it made six and it definitely cost me less than 25 bucks, which is what six is at crumble. So just for financial reasons in general is why I would recommend um, just trying to at least teach yourself a few recipes. Um, but also, and something I could understand is reasons why you wouldn't be cooking at home is um, the freshness. It's hard to figure out how to keep something fresh, um, especially when you're trying to do variety. Like I know how to keep carrots, you know, good for a week or two in the fridge. And that's from TikTok, okay? Using my resources. Um, but uh, I don't know how to keep asparagus good. And that says it's only good for four days in the fridge. And so now I'm like off buck. Like now I want to try something new. Now I got to figure this out. Um, and I just got on TikTok again. And it just was like, fill a jar with water, stick the asparagus in it, cover it lightly with plastic, whatever. Um, and that's been working for me. Um, but frozen's a good option too. There's nothing wrong with frozen vegetables. Usually they're literally just the plain vegetable in the frozen bag, in the freezer. There's not a lot of shit added to it. Um, so yeah, there's nothing wrong with um, doing the frozen food and vegetables. I actually, I never do frozen. I don't know, it just never occurred to me. But as of lately, I've really been struggling with my vegetables and eating them all before they go bad. And because usually I can get through like half of them. But as I said, everything in the fucking grocery store is for a family of four. Um, and so I actually bought frozen broccoli last week and I never even got to this week. So I'm like, thank God I didn't um, buy the, the fucking fresh because now it's still in the freezer. It's so good. So it'll, I can use that next week if I want. Um, but yeah, nothing wrong with frozen. Absolutely go that route. Um, if you are like, fuck, I can't keep this, these regular um, groceries good. Um, or yeah, or always get on social media. Always get on YouTube. Find your favorite food creators and... Um, just fucking learn that way or just search up. I'd be like, how do I keep this fucking vegetable good? You know, like, and I'm always trying to switch it up. You know, I usually take apples to work for like my work snack. Um, cause they're like easy and I don't need to like cut them up or anything. But I was like, I'm kind of fucking tired of apples. And so now I'm like, all right, I'm going to pears. So I bought these pears. They're all hard as a fucking rock. I'm like, shit. Now I got to look up. How do I like get these to ripen? And then after I get them to ripe, how long will they stay, you know, good before they get all squishy? Um, but yeah, it's all on social media, which is a wonderful part of today. A wonderful part of social media is um, it's all online. So whatever you don't know, you can learn it online. Um, you can save some money. You can eat a lot better. Honestly, why I like really stopped eating at, well, not really stopped. I just like never resorted to eating at restaurants all the time. Money for one. For two, um, uh, my stomach hurts a lot if I eat out too much. Like there's a lot of processed shit in restaurant food. Um, and just like, just like preservatives and just like random ass, like sodium, like a lot more like oil and like butter. Like, I just don't even know. There's a few places like five guys where like, I mean, I can, I can eat there like once, but like if I ate like three days in a row, like ate out, my stomach would be torn apart. I would feel like shit. I would not be going anywhere or doing anything. Like, it's just, I don't know. There's just so much extra shit in it. And I actually saw this the other day, this girl made, who made a TikTok of, she's a chef. And so she was making her own 
marinara sauce or spaghetti sauce or whatever. And she was, um, she was comparing like how much just like sodium is in like, um, like a store bought can. And she just like, she weighed it out by like the grams that said on the back of the nutrition label. And she was like, this is like how much sodium salt is in the store bought marinara versus the one that she had made at home. And it was insanely less to the point where you're like, how does this one from the grocery store not taste like shit? Like, how does it not taste salty? Which I don't, I don't fucking know the answer to, but truly like making it at home is just always fucking better. It tastes better. It's better for you. And like, truly you won't feel like shit. Like I just, I feel so like just groggy and bogged down when I eat a lot of fast food. Um, and even like restaurants, even like nicer restaurants, like, you know, they're, they're popping out like fucking how many steaks, a hundred steaks a day. You know what I mean? So like they have to be adding shit to preserve just to make sure it stays fresh and good and not spoil before they serve it. Um, so yeah, I just, I always try to, one of my favorite things to do cooking wise, um, and when I want to go out, but I'm like, for, I mean, usually the number one thing that stops me from going out is money. But on top of that is like, you know, if it's too greasy, I'll feel like shit. Um, but one of my favorite things to do is if I'm craving like a restaurant meal is try to make it at home. Um, one, cause it's super fun and I love cooking. Um, but for two, much cheaper, much cheaper. Um, for three better for you, probably not going to hurt my belly as much. So, um, so yeah, like there was a restaurant in, back in my hometown that had, it was like a lemon, lemon pepper chicken. And then it came with like rice and like broccoli, I think, or something, or maybe that's just the sides that I would get. Um, but I, I decided like, all right, I'm going to make that at home. I get on TikTok, look up lemon pepper chicken. I'm doing a marinade. I'm throwing fucking lemon slices in this bag with chicken, you know? Um, so it's, I don't know. I always thought that that was fun cause I like cooking. Um, but yeah, also just like a cheaper alternative, a better alternative. Probably it's probably honestly going to taste better. Okay. Now, obviously you might fuck it up the first time and that's okay too. Okay. You're going to fuck up some meals. All right. That's all right. Just do your best. You'll learn as you go. Um, I have fucked up a handful of meals where people are genuinely like, I thought that she liked cooking. Like, and this is what she just made. Um, so be careful when you're testing, when you're testing a new recipe, who you're serving it to, or if it's just for you. <laughs> um, but that's totally fine. There's a, there's a, there's this thing at Cheesecake Factory that's, uh, what is it? It's, it was the steak medallions, carne asada steak medallions. So fucking good. I think they took them off the menu, by the way. So I don't know what the hell that's about. Um, but they were so good. Me and uh, Corbin had tried to make them a few times at home because they come with this like, um, adobo aboto sauce on top which is like it's got it's like a little spicy and it comes like these fajita veggies and then this like corn salsa with like rice so fucking good um and we tried to make that at home a few times and it was good i don't think we ever got to where it was as good as the restaurant or better because i find steak kind of difficult because i don't eat a lot of red meat um okay sorry i just thought that i wasn't <laughs> recording the audio for a second but it was um but yeah, so it's usually going to be better that way. And I just love food. And I think if you can at least find a way to like it or enjoy it, um, it's just got so many benefits, like literally just outside of like health and wellness and like, you know, but if you're trying to eat a little bit cleaner too, or maybe if you're always like having stomach problems and feeling in pain, um, it could be from eating out a lot. Um, just cause all that extra shit that they add. So I think if you, if you want to try to make a switch of cooking a little bit more, um, that's going to be shit we're working on this week is going to be. Um, just cook your favorite meal from a restaurant at home and see if you can make it at home. Um, cause honestly, I think like health and wellness wise and trying to eat cleaner, 
Um, sometimes it's really not even like making a big switch to your diet. Sometimes it literally would just be try to cut out eating out and eating the same exact shit you were eating out at home, like made completely by you from scratch, whether that be like a chicken sandwich, try to make like a, a crispy chicken sandwich, you know, like even just a fried chicken sandwich at home is way, way better than a fried chicken sandwich from Popeye's or whatever. Like, really. So I, I would recommend trying to make the switch. It's going to taste so much better too. Like maybe not if you're first time making it, but second or third, you're going to be like, okay, shit. I mean how my, um, if you follow me on social media or anything, I always am posting my homemade, uh, chipotle, chicken chipotle bowls. Cause I like chipotle a lot. And now I've really perfected my chicken chipotle bowls. I do the rice. I got cilantro. I got lime juice in there. Then I got my chicken that's cooked to perfection. It's not dry. Um, it's super moist and tender. And then I usually on top of that, I get my fajita veggies and sometimes I go with like some sour cream, which usually I just use, um, Greek, uh, nonfat yogurt instead of sour cream. Um, and then usually on top of that, sometimes I do some corn salsa or whatever. And it's just like, it's so good that to this point, like I've gotten chipotle since I've really perfected that recipe. And it just honestly wasn't as good. Like it did not hit as much. Um, Cause all that stuff that I'm eating is fresh. Like from the grocery store, it was like raw two days ago. You know what I mean? The stuff at Chipotle, although I'm sure they'd really try to do preserve freshness. Again, they're dishing out how many fucking bowls a day. Like they've got to prep this stuff. They've got to make it last all day so that it's not spoiled by the time you get to it. It's got preservatives, it's got other shit in it. And you can taste the difference. You really can. I promise you. So that's what we're working on. Um, one thing, one homework this week is going to be make one meal at home that is your favorite your favorite restaurant meal. Um, try it. Let me know how that goes because um, that's one of my favorite things to do. I love it. And cookies, it works for dessert. Cookies, treats, whatever your crumble cookies, like pizza, make your homemade pizza, like just whatever your recipe is, um, please do it. Please share it. <laughs> I want to know. I want to see it. I want to see it. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've got some, I got some questions for you. Um, are you a cook every day kind of person or, you know, fuck it. I'm getting takeout all the time. And what's holding you back from cooking more? Was it, would it be, um, would it be knowledge of knowing how to cook? Would it be, um, tools of, just not knowing recipes or maybe not having a skillet handy. Um, or is it time you literally just only fucking have 10, like 10 minutes to get out the door? Um, cause that one's a tough one. Um, or it's just motivation or it's just cooking's fucking hard and it's a lot and I just really don't want to do it. Um, but let me know, let me know what you're thinking and let's get to cooking cause it's fun and yummy and the reward's always there. Okay. That food's going to taste so fucking good. Swear to God. Um, so that's all I've got for you today. Um, that's it for this episode of Shit's Hard. I'm your host, Amber, and I will see you on the next one. If you want to hear more from me, you can follow my Instagram. It's Amber Meisner with two R's. You can also follow my TikTok. It's Amber Meisner with two R's. And I'll see you all on the next one because this shit is hard. Bye.